Panther. It just keeps changing. Just go. Whatever one you want to start with. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Spin Rack. We're here with the boys, PD and Kyle. We are talking about Black Adam Postmortem. What the hell happened with that movie? Why did it not turn out to be one of the biggest movies of the year? So say what's up, guys. What's up? They're ready to rock. Yeah, he's after you today, Sam. Right. So, Cal, what's your take on this? I mean, we saw this movie. It was We thought it was generally an excellent movie. Um, we were even there at the debut. What's your take on what's going on with um, Black Adam? It's had three weeks to blow things up, and it just has not. Uh, well, I'm going to say this, that you guys got to see the movie. Uh, you guys got like to go to the premiere or something. So you got to see it there. And I honestly thought because, you know, you guys got to see it for free, and the ambiance of the premiere, you know, you guys might have given the movie more due than it was worth. And I had to go to the theater, pay money, and deal with sticky seats and kids and popcorn. But after I saw the movie, I said, wait a minute, this is a very good movie. I said, this is very well put together. I, I thought The Rock was very generous in the time he gave to the supporting characters. Uh, there's a couple of twists in there. The writing was good. The execution was good. The pacing was good. Why isn't this movie doing better at the box office? You got what you wanted. You got Henry Cable at the end to make the cameo. And that wasn't for him because, you know, you can even tell in the movie that the cut was originally he wasn't there because they got this like shadowy cut. You can see how the cape looks and everything. So originally he wasn't supposed he wasn't going to be in the film. He goes back. He, he throws this in. You know, he gives the bone that the fans want to do. And right now, I think Black Adam is doing just a wee bit better than the final numbers for Shazam. I don't understand. This is a good movie. If you haven't seen it, you know, when you see it, I would really challenge you to tell me it's not a good movie. I think it's very good for a debut film, especially for a character that's not, you know, very well known like Black Adam. And, you know, it introduces him. It introduces the Justice Society of America. All the, I mean, it, it, I, I could not, I, I'm getting tongue tied with it because I'm trying to understand what is it about this film that didn't put asses in seats you made a billion dollars with Jason Momoa on Aquaman. Well, does The Rock really need to go to every single Comic-Con and try to drum, uh, drum up, you know, try to drum stuff up, you know, for this movie? He's, he's a bigger star than Jason Momoa. He's known internationally. I, I just don't get it. I don't understand what it was about the film that did not get the response it should have gotten. I, I'm not saying it should have been a billion dollar film, but for the money that it made, it just, it's not connecting. There's some synapse missing here. I, I'd only add, the hard part is this is going to be some point later, um, and it's not like, it's not Shawshank, but it's going to be one of those things where people watch it and on cable or whatever it is on on HBO Max and say, hey, yeah, that was kind of fun. And it's just like, there's no real reason looking at it you know, and it, it had a little more weight to it with the whole twist that they had in there. Whether the, in the reshoots they added it, however you make your movie work, that's what, if it works, it works. The twists work, it was pretty solid. And if you came up with those at the end, if, you, if that was always in the plan, more power to you. But whatever they did, it was a solid film. It was fun. They played the, you know, they played the tough guy stuff. Um, even the DC stuff, the slow-mo, all that stuff was working. Like the stuff you see in, in Watchmen, which I don't think always worked because they kind of like gave you a slow-mo forever. They kind of timed everything right with the fights. And it had some heart to it. That's the other part in the movie where you see the character and then you're looking and it, it's a, it was a mystery just staring right at your face and saying, hey, figure this out. And you're just looking at, oh, this is a straightforward action. But 
and they had a little play with the MacGuffin. The MacGuffin was something that was kind of, you know, something that's just like Hitchcock, kind of hard to follow. You're not you're you're going one way and it's going the other way, which is always the best way to play it. So I enjoyed it, and I and we you know everyone in the theater outside of it being free, but at the same time it was um something where, um you know it was a uh, looking at it. You know, I've been thinking, you know, trying to think about going back to see it again. But yeah, and to have a character like the hardest character to kind of do is a Hawkman character, even though they changed his race and all that. The fact that make him, making him fast, making him fight, not making him look delicate, not making the wings look too heavy. I think they worked out all of the kinks with it, even though it had, a, you know, he had a little bit of a, 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 a T'Challa style to him. It was still kind of, it was still fun, and the character made it work because it was kind of like the, you know, the B, the B, you know, even the B, the B versus S type of stuff. But they played it out where you see some sort of growth in the end of this sort of battle because I can think they kind of try in the comments they try to go, um, Hawkman versus um, Green Arrow that this is a lifelong battle between the two of them and trying to play that up with these two characters, but they, you know, and then um, Hawkman not, versus Green Arrow or Hawkman versus Black Arrow. No, in comic yeah. books, there's more black man, black. What was it? Um, Hawkman versus um, Green Arrow. And this, they try to turn it into like two different styles of um, personality. Even though Hawkman wasn't as um, harsh as they try to play him in the late, you know, in the late '80s and in, in the post-crisis, where they like these guys are two opposite sides of the fence type of characters. But um, in the black, in the Black Adam limited series that they did, which uh, actually they they did cue pretty closely to for this film. Mm-hmm. Hawkman and Black Adam know each other from the days of Egypt. Oh, okay. They have been playing it up that you know Hawkman, uh, re, you know, gets reincarnated every so often. So mm-hmm. you know he dies, and there's a this tragic thing that him and his uh, uh him and him and his one true love Hawk Hawkwoman Shaira that they are always separated. You know somehow once they realize that they're in love with each other, then they both end up dying. But uh, they know each other from you know Egypt, you know the Egyptian days. So I thought they were going to tap on that in this film. I was waiting for Hawkman to say, yeah, I know you destroyed it. Why? Because I was there when you did it. But they never went that route with it. Or maybe they wanted to say, well, look, we'll keep that we'll keep that under wraps. Because he was saying, though, yeah, we've got historical text. And I was like, waiting for it. Yeah, Hawkman's supposed to reincarnate. And they never went with that. But they didn't chump Hawkman in terms of fighting with Black Ass. He definitely, he definitely stood his ground, even though you realize, look, this guy is going to eventually... That was a better Batman versus Superman fight, if anything, at the end of the day, where, you know, he has the grit, you know, he's definitely got some of the tech, he's got some stuff to keep himself in the game, but but you know what the outcome is going to be, you know what the outcome is going to be eventually, you know, if he actually wanted to kill him, which it didn't seem to be the case. He had no problem with the uh, with the intergang guys, those guys were dead, you know, dead on arrival. It's like, hey, who are you? if you're intergang, hey, good luck. I think this is the coolest intergang so far. It's been something that in the comics where they try to bring it back, but it's kind of hard to do gang stuff in DC. And this, I mean, I think the cartoons have done some cool like this, but this is what I feel like you kind of can like the like DC's kind of stormtroopers, which I've kind of wanted someone to kind of look and make some cool like um, cannon fodder that you could buy a toy. I'm not sure if there is a toy, but I was like the tech that they had in the suits. You always should have some cool looking henchmen, even though they get, you know, trounced. So, which was the the split that the the part when I was looking at um what's that movie, what's that show um Suicide Squad the first one and I was just like I mean who who would buy an action figure of this these rock 
these rock crumble um, um, minions. Like this is what you like the idea that the minions weren't even the stars of the show. They were the backup characters, and the the minions are now the the stars. Yeah. So it's like that's what you're trying to do when you're coming up with cannon fodder, cool things. So when you're going to toys and you don't have um you don't have Luke or Han, you're like, oh, I, I got a stormtrooper. This is cool. So you know, ultimately, I think yeah, it was a it was a, a decent movie, and it just feels like there's a Marvel. There's a people are tired of Marvel movies, and the way they show that they're tired is they don't go to see DC movies unless it looks different than the fighting. Then they'll say, "Hey, Joker, let's go see this." Hey, this looks a little oh Aquaman. We oh we like Jason. You already you already said people like Jason Momoa, but they like The Rock too. So I don't understand it. Don't make no sense to me. Then Hobbs and Shaw too, billion. <laughs> and Rock gonna be like, I don't understand it either. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a big there's a big difference in how um, we perceive some of these guys in terms of the the, the, the show, and I think there's a, the, the DC. I think Cal and I touched base on this before, where you have a particular um, fan base, particularly in DC. DC seems to be the most, and I heard this before. I forgot the name of the person where they're saying it's almost like a tribal thing where the people have like certain people, certain characters, or certain um, fan bases, and that's all they want to follow, and. No, Rock has his own fan base. And the question is, was those DC people that he brought in or was it basically, um, you know, just a Rock fan base that came in to see his movie? And that's going to be something interesting to see because if, if he wasn't able to transcend bringing regular superhero fans to come and see it, then that's something there. And like you just said, it may also be like, you know, the, the, the Marvel people don't want to see it any, anyway. They don't want to give it a chance. Like, oh, it's not up to Marvel standards, you know? Um, then again, we have Aquaman. Aquaman did very well. It, it, it just doesn't make any sense, though, because if you want to play the Marvel argument, then automatically it, it hits a wall with Aquaman. If you want to play the Rock argument, well, hey, he he, this is his best debut of any film that he's ever any film that he's ever done. And then if it was like, okay, well, if you wanted to play the whole Snyder argument, well, you guys got what you wanted with Henry Cable. So what is it that didn't put asses in seats for this film? I mean, it's all speculation at the end of the day, but you know, I know for a fact that if I bring, if anybody if among Superman fans, if you bring up Man of Steel, you automatically divide that room in half. There's the people who loved it, the people who you know didn't like it and don't want any, don't really want to be bothered with it anymore. And I think that extends to uh, the you know the, the DC cinematic universe where you have that sort of schism, that sort of split. And, you know, The Rock was not able to turn out everybody. He wasn't able to get everybody on board with this particular film. He got some, I mean, he definitely got people who wanted to see him on board. But then, you know, I, I, got a, I know a guy, he loves The Rock. He loves all of his films. I said, hey, are you going to go see the film? Nah, I'll wait for it to come out on streaming. So I'm like, how much of a fan are you then? Yeah. But I want to show you guys a series of, of, um, of, um, of screens about this whole thing, right? So let's go to Black Adam, right? Hold on. Hold on. You know, week to week. All right, so, um, so you should be able to do it. So here, so the first the first one I'm going to share is going to be, um, let me just get there. The first one I'm going to share is, I'll just share this right here. The first screen I'm going to share is, whoops, not that one screen, let me stop that. The first screen I'm going to share is basically Black Adam's week-to-week -week numbers, okay? So here, this is from a, a site called The Numbers. It's like Box Office Mojo, but, you know, since... Box office mojo is not pretty closed off unless you're like industry. Here it is. So right here, this is it came out October 21st. 
It made $67 million. It's on 4,400 theaters and stuff like that. The next week, it dropped to 2700, uh, on, uh, $27 million. This is just domestic. We're not talking about domestic. I think it made over $350 million already worldwide. And then at 18, and then today, it made $8 million, $8.6 million for the whole weekend. I mean, you're like, what? But then let's continue on. Let's see, like, at this rate, um, what is it going to do in terms of comparing it to um, all DC movies? Oh, God, um, this is painful, isn't it? Look at this. Black Adam is $151 million, 352 worldwide. This is 65th largest, just Warner Brother movies, not even doing anything else. I mean, you have movies like uh, Scooby-Doo, which, which are higher, and Fantastic Beasts, which are higher. But let's go all the way up. We had a movie that came out recently, you know, and, I'm, and I think we need to really look at stuff that came out pretty recently. So you have, like, the Batman. That domestic was 369 that's just double of what black adam did you know but it had a whole international base that came out a lot stronger at 760 so you had a worldwide of 767 black adam even if we let's say it doubles to 300 million dollars it's not going to reach anywhere near some of these big numbers look at the joker 2019 joker well, that's that a billion dollars and we're like how did that even happen Compared to a movie, go down to Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and this Black Adam movie was even better. And then let's go to the weekend of this weekend. Look at look oh, at the God. air that was taken out. Black Panther made 180 million in the U.S. domestic. The next, the number two movie, Black Adam made 8.6 million. I mean, it's not even. It's like there were no. Movies anybody was going to. And no spillover. Like, there's no spillover to Black Adam. No one makes a mistake. Well, there's no way you can make that mistake these but, days. But look at I'm what surprised I'm, you, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't do the obvious comparison and compare it to compare it to Shazam. Well, I oh mean, yeah, I, we should I, look I, at I, that. We got to give it some more legs. But I'm just saying, look at this. The top ten. Shazam. Shazam's legs were longer. <laughs> yeah, but I'll show you what number nine movie in this in 2022. Is six hundred eighteen thousand dollars a movie made it onto the to the to the top ten list? Six hundred eighteen thousand. So let's go to let's go to the twenty nineteen box office, right? Shazam wouldn't even figure in the top ten in the twenty box office, and we're talking about worldwide at three hundred and fifty. You know, the number one movie was of course Avengers Endgame. Spider Man Far From Home was one point three one point one billion. Captain Marvel one point one billion. Joker one billion. Um, what else is here? You know, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, seven hundred and fifty-nine million. I don't think he's going to make it. You go well, all the way I, down. I, I, I don't want to get too much into the whole comparison to the, the blockbuster numbers. I never expected it to do a billion dollars, but Shazam did very well. That was a film that was made on a hundred million dollars and did I think like three twenty-five, three fifty at the end of the day. So that was a very profitable film for the money that they put in for a character that a lot of people just don't know about. Right, and then here, and it didn't have it didn't have a you know it didn't necessarily have a bankable star like The Rock at the head of it. And then here you got I mean they didn't do any cross pollination between these two films, which I thought was a mistake because he changed you know they're saying Shazam throughout the film, and there's nothing like hey let's get Captain Marvel in this and they said okay no we're not doing that. But then you look and the numbers are comparable. Well, that's the hard part that the that the Shazam is gonna it's gonna end up the Black Adam's gonna be the same as Shazam. Look at the number. Shazam right here is it is twenty five. It made three hundred sixty five million worldwide, right? But the cost. Mm -hmm. I think this is what Cal's trying to make. 
At $100 million, this film basically is profitable. At $200 million plus whatever the advertising, this um, Shazam, um, um, this movie, uh, the, the uh, Black Adam will not be as profitable. Well, probably will not be profitable unless it does bonko business online on, on PP. Um, well, we don't have the pandemic to kind of, you know, kind of say, well, this is a pandemic, like Spider-Man and a bunch of other things. Where is the, where's the second Suicide Squad? Where is that at? Okay, and that's that's a really good one, Pete. Uh, the second Suicide Squad, let me see if I can find it. Um, it's got to be at least somewhere in here. So Black Adam in 2022, 20... I'll see if I can find it. Uh, it can't be can't be that high up. No way. No way. Do a find. Do a find. Just do a Apple F. Oh, Command F. Suicide Squad. Or the Suicide Squad. Oh, there's the 2006. That did the decent numbers. 2016. So there it is. This one, it did 55, 167 million worldwide good lord that's terrible exactly and that's the thing well okay so this is this is my test that how much did that thing cost i mean this is asking too much right now, but that's this is that i mean they're putting the the pandemic taking the blame but if for at least the, with the amount of money that they made like the rock should be running dc now not um james gunn but um you know that's I think is, 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 is um, following up because he has the Guardians of the Galaxy on that, and that made them a lot of money. And then you have the fact that Peacemaker supposedly was one of their top shows. So they're like, all right, and he has a vision. Know, supposedly he has a vision. He has a vision of what he wants to do. You know, this is a mirage. <laughs> yeah, it's like wait, that's that's standard Hollywood stuff. Like, hey, you like this guy? We're gonna work with him. That's all that is. But it, again, the. I, I'm still trying to account for the numbers on this film. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. The only, I mean, I think they did. I, I think not connecting it with Shazam uh, wasn't a good idea because you could have you could have drawn some people out that you could have definitely drawn some people out that way. In addition to promoting the Shazam film that's going to be coming down the pike, I also don't think. Uh, I don't know. It's. I mean, aside of that, you know, at some point. I think giving fans what they wanted in terms of the whole Henry Cable stuff, where it got, you know, ballooned into the SDCC and it didn't happen. You know, you're not supposed to give the guys, you're not supposed to give these dudes what they want. You're supposed to give them what they expect at the end of the day. And because that became such a big, I think that became too big of a deal. But even then, that's not enough to justify these numbers. Well, that's what what I'm saying. I I don't think any sort of thing would be reasonable for it not to make not to be decent and then you have a you have the black Panther. well no black panther has a following of what it came out before so there's no way to compare the two but you have the rock the rock is a bankable talent and um you know it's just it's just kind of just kind of weird to be in a situation where it's just like oh this dc thing let's um well, no because they also did you know they didn't they had their serious stuff they had their comedy they had their you know you feel the uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's hard to do death scenes in these movies, and it was a more of a not wanting um, Doctor Fate to go. 
rather than feeling that it was a great death. It's kind of hard to do that, but you know, it's a, I don't know. It's just one of the things where you look at it and you just say, you know, will they be stopping at one or will they figure out how to do it or just say, hey, we're going to do a team up. Ultimately, you have to keep banking on this and keep going because if you keep just putting stuff back on the shelf and say, hey, we're not doing that no more because of whatever. And we'll just see how these... um, Superman, Justice League 2, and um, whatever else. Suicide, what is the next other thing they were going to talk about doing? No, um, I don't know. Suicide versus Justice League or something like that? Something ridiculous? Yeah, yeah the, the Justice League, yeah. So, but I, oh, think the problem, I think what's Cal... That's moronic. I think, Cal, what's the problem? Because I think the problem that you're having with Shazam is it. So Shazam was a more lighthearted movie. It's more fun. It's more kiddie. It's more, it's more of a, a, a kid movie as opposed to the... Um, the Black Adam is supposed to be a little bit harder edge, right? A little darker, right? A little bit more. So I think well, it they're, going they're going for different markets. So I don't think that's why they're not combining it. They're probably the best, the closest comparison would be the Justice League, not going back towards um, to Shazam. So that's what I think is happening there. They don't, well, then that's a, that's a mistake. You don't have to. I understand that Shazam might have been tonally slightly different, but Shazam wasn't that different of a movie overall you had moments that you definitely had a lot more than i would have expected a lot of a lot of serious moments in shazam and you had plenty of lighthearted moments humorous moments in black adam i i there is just i mean this is i mean i i can't put my finger on what it was about this movie that people decided they were not going to come out and go to the theater and see this movie Especially if it does, if it does, you know, gangbusters at home, that type of stuff, which, you know, I hope it does because it's, it, it does deserve it. It's a, it's a, it was executed very well, but it doesn't make, it just doesn't make a lot of sense overall. I mean, you can't say it's a D, well, well, it's because it's DC. Well, then that doesn't explain the Batman. Okay. It doesn't explain the last two, and it doesn't explain the last two films that did really well for DC at the end of the day. It, I mean, it's just really, it becomes really hard without going down, down the rabbit hole of speculation to try to understand what it was about this film. I mean, this is stuff that I would have liked to have saw in terms of connecting it with Shazam. And, you know, there's very little argument that you could, you know, give to me to convince me that that wouldn't be smart because you have a Shazam film coming out later on. So why not connect these two when you've got the guy saying Shazam in the film? But, you know, that's, you know, again, that right over there is not enough to keep this film from making three hundred million dollars. Well, there's like three hundred million dollars left on the table, and like you know, who who are these people? What do you guys want to see if not this? I would say I was trying to think of movies, and the easiest one to say is like the Long Kiss Goodnight, which I can see a lot of other people kind of taking from to at least uh, what's in Captain Marvel, taking the framework for that and making it a movie. But it's one of those movies that you watch on video and you're like, oh, wow, we're back when, or DVD back in the day. There's other movies I always go to for me, but it's, it's, it's whatever your taste is, it's kind of hard to understand where you have something which is just a, you know, a decent or okay movie. No, well, I can't say the Rocketeer because I think they already said that the Disney, because they didn't own it, were like, no, we're not going to push it that far. We're just going to kind of have this Art Deco thing and kill and, and let it go because we don't own it all together. So, um, yeah, it's kind of hard to look because there's also other stories that have that. But, yeah, this one is a head scratcher because it is a, a decent movie and it's probably something that when you, you know, well, there was something else that was on cable that once it got to cable, people 
just kind of went crazy. It was like a negative, but it was a negative thing about the movie. And then when it got to cable, um, I guess no, I don't even know. I guess the new, I guess the New Mutants. The New Mutants kind of is something where it didn't get the showing in the theaters, and then it, you saw it on um, the numbers kind of tick up when it's on cable, and it's like, or, or no, on Netflix or something like that. And it's just like the numbers ticked up for a little while, and people were like, why is this movie going going getting up? It's like, well, ultimately, it's not really you know. Watch, I watched it again, and for me, it's it, you know. It was just okay, but it had a, it did have something visually that the comic didn't have. They really took Danny Moonstar's power and they did it visually. Like that's the thing they, they she just have a in the comic she have a little Phantom Menace sort of what the person fears and it'd be like the Phantom Menace on the side of her. Whereas this they really visualized it. But yeah, it's kind of hard to say. This is when you get to that point where you see the successes. And you just like um, you're like, well, why is this not this? And then you have stuff like Howard the Duck was one I always go to, where George Lucas, you know, optioned it for a sequel, but he knew he had to know that he had a bomb on his hands. But he just expected people to go in because he had, you know, this is this is George Lucas's next thing, even though he didn't direct, produce. So, uh. yeah. So what are we doing? Are we closing this one off, or yeah. anything some... else you got to say, Kyle? Can we wrap it up? No, you can just hear the sound of me scratching my head, trying, trying to sort <laughs> it out. I think it's a good enough movie for there to be a sequel. I think it's a good enough movie that if they really wanted to explore the world that he's developed over different characters from the JSA uh, or the group JSA, I think it definitely put it on a firm footing. Don't treat them like the Suicide Squad. Treat them like the Justice League. I think they can do well. Um, yeah, that's so the whole net that route you know um, the whole netflix factor is uh i don't know i always found like the whole netflix thing is like hey what movie can i put on the background so i can i can get this chick alone so it's some you know but you know it's somewhat it's somewhat entertaining but when we stop paying attention to it it won't matter because that's the only way green lantern can become a number one film on netflix it just doesn't make a lot of sense otherwise and this film doesn't fall into that category it's so confounding my brain is so analytical at the end of the day i'm trying to sort out the answer and i can't do it i nailed the pre I nailed the midterm elections and I can't sort out why this film is not making more money. It's going to keep me up late at night. I just think it didn't have enough. Um, I mean, I don't know. It, the rocket should have been a hit, but I think that, uh, that DC is a weird company in that it has so much IP, you know, and they have been very bad at promoting all of it or many of it. They've done, the main focus has always been Batman, sometimes Superman, um, over the years, like they gave the Green Lantern character to the CW network, and that did well for a while. You know, they had a, a top show with Flash. So you've had selective characters that they've used, but they have such a huge catalog of characters. And Black Adam has never been at the top. And DC was like, hey, let's, well, not DC, I guess it's, it's The Rock. was like, hey, give me a character I can play with. I can do what I want to do with, you know? And he was well, faithful to the source material. Um, and I think that's where you got it. When they give someone else the ability to play in that playground, I think it, it works generally okay. You know, but when the, the he was after he, he was after Black Adam for a while, for right. some years. So, but I mean Warner, I mean Warner Brothers, DC. These guys are no, well more Warner Brothers than DC. But these guys are notorious for not promoting anybody else with the exception of one character, because it took them years. I mean, it took them decades to make a Wonder Woman film at the end of the day. And even after the film did really well, they were like, are we going to make another one? Do you really think people come out for another one? You know, that's where they've been for the longest period of time. But 
maybe, maybe, maybe it's like what you guys said, you know, can commit to this, commit to building up the properties, regardless of how that first showing is and get people interested in more than just one character or they go back, you know, they go back to type and say, well, that didn't work the way we wanted. Uh, let's see if we, we just give them some more Batman. I mean, well, and I think that's the that's the wrong thing. Do what they did with the CW, start training, showing people other characters. I mean, JSA has been as far back. I remember they had it in Smallville, right? Smallville had the JSA with Super with, with Superman, and they had it again um, in other properties. But I'm just saying, you you need to develop it so people know what it is. And when it comes out, they're like, oh, JSA, I'm really interested. I'm interested in that character or the Legion of Superheroes. I'm interested in that character, and so you can possibly get something. Push it on to the to the to the to the main movie. I think right now a lot of people see um, superhero movies like ah, oh, it's just another superhero movie. But what connects Marvel is that everything is interconnected. You know, there's a story, no. and that's where the problem is. I don't, you miss something. No. You miss something. People want to go oh. and see it. That's, that's, that's an, oh, no, that's another no. show. That's another show altogether. Yeah. Nope, that's, that's another, another show altogether. Yes, and that's what I'm going to stand on, bro. I stand on that hill. I stand on it. All right. You ain't taking me off of it. So hey, we no, close this out. Yeah, let's close it out since you're starting to troll. Close it out. Hey, so hey, once again, we have no idea why Black Cat Adam is not doing as well as it is. We think it's a very good movie. We think it, I think it's going to probably end up doing well on the, the, the smaller screen, you know, from um, for HBO Max or some of the other uh, HBO. I think it's going to be better going forward. But hey, uh, please subscribe, comment, give us a thumbs up. Spin Rack. Out. out.